0: Hi, Megan. Welcome to Bad Movies Rock.
1: Why, thank you, Megan. Megan, welcome to Bad Movies Rock, where, you know, we do the thing that we do, and then we do another thing, and then sometimes we do another, another thing, but this time we're mostly just doing the one normal thing that we do.
0: Watching a rock movie?
1: I mean, watching, like, any movie that might be bad and or might have mm-hmm. the rock in it and then saying that it maybe it's not that bad or maybe you know it is that bad but there, there's some delight in it and then you know sometimes we critique some things about it because you know we're people of color or you know we have a queer perspective and then we're like oh things and thoughts and then we're like hey here's some things and thoughts and then um we just watch movies and then we talk about them god damn it it's 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 the same yeah. thing everybody else is doing I, I don't know why I'm trying to make this into something it's not I I need to work on my
0: shit. Well, Amber. I mean, it, I've got no response. <laughs> Good,
1: nothing. I feel very judged by you right now when I'm just asking for some
0: support and approval, and, 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 and,
1: and, and I'm not getting it, and now I'm feeling
0: really insecure. Um, Amber, we watched uh, Journey to The Mysterious Island.
1: Yes, because we were contractually mm. obligated to do so, having watched the first movie, and because mm-hmm. The Rock is in this one. Yes, both things were
0: obligations. Yep. Mm-hmm.
1: yep. Now, I knew what I was getting into because I'd seen this movie before. Sure. I, I did, I feel like, attempt to warn you that it was no good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, no good at all.
0: Yeah, yeah. I don't think it fell below the expectations I had for it. Okay, good. Good, good, good. Which is pretty good. Yeah. I'd I like... mean, I... Right, right. Dirt low expectations leads to just feeling good that it wasn't, you know, digging a hole. Yeah, it was it was not horrifying. It mm-hmm. did not dip so low
1: below the bar that you just had to roll your eyes and then give up and then we didn't record on it. No, we I think we can salvage this to a certain extent. Yeah. Megan. Yeah.
0: Yes, Amber. Salvage this. Okay. Let me start with a description, which, as you know, journey uh, the first one, To the Center of the Earth, um, was about the world's most prepared and best mountaineer guide. This one is about the world's worst grandpa. <laughs> um, <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> Dear God, Michael Caine plays Alex Alexander Anderson, who's um, Josh Hutcherson's grandpa from the first movie, and uh he's just been gone for two years and lost, and before that seemed to be in and out of um his life. He certainly wasn't there at all in the first movie. There was no
1: Uh, mention of a grandfather mm -mm. whatsoever, which is surprising given the fact that we were dealing with, you know, a son, a dead dad, and an uncle. Right. And like a, a vernian a vernian legacy that both the son and the uncle were completely unaware of. So I guess Michael Caine really right. only took an interest in one son. and in passed, the Max son, yeah. <laughs> and and was like, him.
0: fuck Brendan Fraser, I only care about this son. Yeah, Exactly. So yeah, worst... Yeah, That's a really good point, Amber. It hadn't even occurred to me that like the Vernian-ness was, is so deep within Michael Caine and apparently Max, the dead father, it's nobody else had heard about it in the first movie that's 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 hiding a whole part of himself my brother maybe just didn't talk to them maybe you didn't know him as well as you thought
1: yeah i guess he didn't he also apparently doesn't know his father or his family legacy or anything poor brendan fraser
0: and then when um they do you know surprise surprise michael cain is on the mysterious island and they go and they find him and um the rock dj's in this movie and dj's the stepdad of Josh Hutcherson. And the first thing fucking Michael Caine does is belittle the DJ, the stepdad, as much as fucking possible. He's just a whole big dick to him when DJ's actually the only person, not only person, but like he's a main adult in this kid's life and he's dealing with this kid acting out like a real jackass. And like, he's there, And you have been a disappeared grandpa. Exactly. Here's the
1: man who's raising the grandson that your son isn't raising because he followed in your goddamn cockamamie footsteps. And then what do you do as a grandpa? Ah, yes. You lure your grandson. Oh, God. To the mysterious island, an Mm -hmm. island full of fucking deadly danger that you yourself are trapped on. Mm Mm-hmm. Cool. And then, yes, the extremely able adult... Who is with him and supporting him? You immediately belittle, demean, and tell is useless. Yeah, cool beans. Yeah, there's a really different message here than there was in the first one. It's it's mm-hmm. actually it's quite literally the opposite message. In the in the first yeah. one, the message was, oh man, family is what's really important. Right. Not discovering Vernian things and being the first one to to write about them and being special. In this one, it's. Aw fuck, man, I was so special when I discovered that Vernian thing, and I'm so bored with normal life, and I just want to discover more Vernian things, and I'm not really sad about my father anymore, and I've forgotten my uncle exists, and fuck Dwayne Johnson for trying to be so nice to me and keeping me out of prison after I broke a bunch of laws and endangered a bunch of people. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm going to do? I'm going to take this message, and I'm going to go find my grandfather, and we're going to be famous and on the cover of Time magazine together.
0: Yeah, Josh Hutcherson has this, like, serial murderer wall of his own exploits it's like his own news clippings about himself and pictures of himself like it might as well have had like red string linking things together mm-hmm very
1: once simple. i was unto a god <laughs> now 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 i'm now just I an need- angsty teenager with a dirt bike
0: yep now i need to ride a dirt bike to feel alive and like oh sorry other he used yards. to have a dirt bike he jumped yeah. it into a swimming pool mm-hmm Somebody else's swimming pool, like a dick. Riding through people's yards, riding through a bunch of property yards. What a fucker!
1: Fuck.
0: Yeah. So okay, yeah. uh,
1: Worst grandpa ever, and Mm -hmm. shitty, angsty, self-involved teen, and the longest suffering stepfather that ever existed. Yes. Yeah. Who's also
0: pretty goddamn competent. Yeah, very competent, and is made fun of quite a bit because he's like just a big muscly guy and the grandpa's like you don't fucking know anything he's like actually mm, i can't do Well oh, yeah michael kane's character is a
1: real dick cheese yes he is sorry we we've 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 gone off the rails we're already condemning the characters
0: in this movie sorry
1: no 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 don't be sorry i i am the one who got the tar and the feathers and the torches <laughs> um Ember, what did
0: metacritic have to say
1: that's metacritic me. uh, we have an aggregate of 42 percent of the critics mm-hmm. no 41 41 percent i was wrong <gasps> don't lie to me amber don't hit me again
0: and then uh users had it at 57 all right i'm 45 and 59 at rotten tomatoes
1: all right so uh, pretty uh, c-
0: consistent across the mm-hmm. board
1: i i found some of these blurbs amusing
0: Yep, yeah, yep yeah. what what was what were some of your most amusing blurbs
1: one of my favorites is it's a thoroughly family-friendly film with a subtle message about the importance
0: of father figures. <laughs> oh wow! I mean, it, <laughs> I mean, it's not subtle. Like, there's a stepdad and there's a grandpa, like literally in it. And there's another there's a there's a dad in it. Luis Guzmán is uh, Vanessa Hudgens' father, and they go with them to the mysterious island. Yeah. Oh yeah, we we
1: we did a a terrible job of explaining anything about this movie. Yeah, of course, we did. Uh yes there there are, there's a there's a father, a grandfather, and a stepfather. So yes, there's a a and, lot of and father a dead figures. dad, yeah, and a dead dad, which almost not mentioned at all. Yeah, yeah. Probably good considering that his message to his son was, "This was a fool's errand. I should just mm-hmm. focus on
0: family." Yep. Um, I hope you never read this because. I've chosen poorly. I have
1: chosen poorly. I would trade it all for just one more minute with you and your mother. And I will die alone. I'm going to find my grandpa. Go fuck yourself, Mom. I hate you. Dwayne Johnson. Suck a dick. I'm going. Mm -hmm. I must go discover things. I'm a Vernian.
0: Vernian for life.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But yes, the importance Uh, of
0: father figures. Very strong through message here. mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. One of my favorite quotes was offers giant rocks clearly made of styrofoam, and Dwayne Johnson, who fits the same description. Wow. It's really mean. Wow. <laughs> He's calling DJ styrofoam. What a dick. That's such a di- Styrofoam is the worst. Yeah. Like... And I didn't... Yeah, I guess I don't pay enough attention. But, like, the, the, the scenery or, like, the... You know, people call it chintzy and blah, blah, blah. But, like, I don't... I guess I don't... That stuff doesn't register with me very much.
1: I essentially... I just sort of embraced the fact that I was watching a
0: live-action cartoon. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I guess. Yeah. Maybe it's expectations.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, it wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't amazingly realistic, but I don't think you'd necessarily want it to be, because it no. is aimed at. I feel like it's aimed at it's even f- younger kids than it's the a first fun one. to Fantasy. Oh, I, I liked this one. Mm-hmm. Um, Daily News. Joe New if there's a book loving adventuress or adventurer in your house younger than 10, Journey to the Mysterious Island provides a lighthearted break from the death obsessed Harry Potter franchise and the other literary but limp adventures like the Narnia films and The Lightning Thief. So this was just like. Okay, you just, just... just <laughs> took out a fucking machine gun and just mowed down other every... film and book franchises. <laughs> death wow. obsessed Harry
0: Potter. And just like, Lightning Thief? That's, that's Rick Rorden? Write some fun books. Judgy. Yeah. Also, you don't need to say adventurer or adventuress. That's kind of weird.
1: Yeah, I feel like you can just say adventurer. I, I never really mm. felt like that was gendered.
0: I didn't either. Did nothing. You don't actually need to gender things, folks. Just get uh, it. Just people. It's just stop being. It's not a binary anyway. So, anyway. um All right. So, you know, critics
1: were right. Yeah, for the most part. Yeah, DJ okay. was not made of styrofoam. He did the best he could by being charming. He did fantastic. Oh, that actually, that, that reminds me of a review that I, I somewhere missed just because I loved what it fucking said. Oh, it was the AV Club review, Nathan Raven? This adventure strands Johnson's famously animated features and eyebrow jail. <laughs> and <laughs> squanders <laughs> oh, boy. his outsized charisma and gift for winking self-deprecation in a thankless, worried stepfather role. Doesn't call for much beyond a lot of muscles and an ever-present look of concern for his whiny stepson.
0: <laughs> yes super whiny stepson speaking of the av club megan
1: yes amber they recently uh, published an article about bring it on
0: well isn't that uh fortuitous
1: amber it's oddly coincidental that is yeah. i i feel like maybe somebody's listening
0: uh, most likely we've got hi av club actually they're, hi they're definitely not listening because they wouldn't have written the article they did if they paid attention <laughs> You make a good point. They neglected to say uh, some very important parts, both about um, homo- casual homophobia between friends and like the way they kind of talked about the Christian Dunst uh, crew kind of made it seem like they were really trying to do good, not that they were really pushed in a corner to have to do good because all their options of lying and cheating was, were uh, used up.
1: Yep, the, the quote that you pulled out was that Torrance and Missy stood for fairness and authenticity in their, at times, misguided attempts to course-correct after discovering Big Red's wrongdoings. But they didn't. They they signaled they that they stood for fairness and authenticity mm-hmm. in, you know, whinging over the fact that, like, oh, no, our entire career is based off of a lie and theft of Black culture yeah. <laughs> and the culture of peoples of color. Which, okay, yes, the, the article mentioned that That is something that's at the heart of cheer culture. So it is an important thing to interrogate. However, those privileged little white girls did not do the right thing. They did not do the right thing until they literally had no
0: other choice. It was either do the right thing or quit. Yep. And so they were like, oh, well, guess we have three weeks let's finally decide to do the right thing
1: i mean seriously lip i just i need i need to do this again i need to take you down the flowchart again because it's ridiculous to me that somebody could write this and say oh they were really the good guys fuck no they weren't i mean Mm -mm. i'm not saying that that's necessarily what the article is saying but that that basically suggests that ah but they're they're trying they're trying no no Torrance finds out that she's done she's part of a wrong thing What does she do? She takes it back to the other cheerleaders and says, well, we can't keep doing this. And I'm like, well, it's going to take too long to make a new routine. Mm -hmm. So she immediately capitulates and they continue to do the Clovers' routines until the Clovers show up at the football game and literally call them out for their bullshit. Then they're like, oh, crap. Well, I guess we can't, you know, do this at Mm -hmm. the regionals because also the Clovers are going to be there and it will be immediately obvious that we totally Mm -hmm. ganked their shit. Sure. So let's do the right thing. Ah yes, let's cheat. Let's throw our money at the problem and pay someone to give us a routine rather than doing what we should have done in the beginning. Mm -hmm. Oh shit, we got found out. Thank goodness having stolen all the Clover's routines won us this competition last time so that we're grandfathered in and we get to go to the finals anyway. Great. Hooray. So they keep getting rewarded For doing the wrong thing. Okay, so now Mm -hmm. you're going to the finals. The Clovers are going to be there. So again, you obviously can't use their shit. You can't use this bullshit routine you paid for. So you literally have no choice but to do the right thing. Yep. Yeah. Fuck me. No. They are not virtuous.
0: (sighs) Yeah. And here's the thing. I would almost say that... Telling this story and bringing up these ideas and thoughts would be a good thing in some in a in a in a world where people would like actually kind of recognize that um, Torrance uh, Christian Dunce and their team are not the good guys like in a world where people recognize that and took that into account, I would be like, oh, okay, this brings up some really interesting ideas and, like, brings up um, cultural appropriation and brings up, like, privilege, class privilege and white privilege. And, like, it it does do a lot of those things. But Gabrielle Union has talked about how she still gets pinned as the villain in this movie. What? Which is in the article, and that's Which good. is in the article, yes, exactly.
1: And it also mentions that there is an irony to the fact that it's about fair play and dealing with appropriation and and dealing with you know what happens when privileged people in privileged positions start taking the cultural work and 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 like it, it yes mm-hmm. they it calls it out, but then the movie itself cut out most of the clovers and right. Gabrielle Union yes.
0: yeah which it's, sucks
1: I'm I'm glad the article mentions that that's great like it is kind of a okay movie I mean good I guess but also you did the thing you you did you did the
0: thing yeah oh man I would love to see that cut footage I'd love to I'd love to like switch the focus of this movie to the clovers and and actually see watch that movie
1: because the bad guys are clearly the freaking toros yeah for sure it's it's essentially the toros are bad guys and -hmm. then there's a, a small group of not bad guys on the team who are Mm -hmm. conflicted about having benefited Mm -hmm. from the bad guys on the team.
0: And they're still having a hard time really coming to terms with that and really owning the fact that they are from a system that has done bad. Like, there is a lot of that, like oh, well, I didn't do bad. I just benefited from the, like, (laughs) I just benefited from white supremacy. So, like, it's not my fault.
1: (laughs) Exactly. And I feel bad about it now that I know about it. So I've done my work. My guilt is enough. I have done what I need to do. And now I can just move on by continuing to steal (laughs) and benefit from that theft. Wait, wait i got caught okay uh i'll throw money on it Ooh, i got <clears throat> oh, okay i guess i guess i guess i have to actually oh god i have to actually do the work oh this yeah. is this is gonna be so hard oh, but and... you know what i'm gonna be so proud of me when i do mm-hmm. and then and then the team of color will respect me for having
0: worked so hard to do the thing i was supposed yeah. to do from the beginning from the fucking and that they've been working their asses off to do from the fucking beginning
1: with fewer resources and yeah. st- I, I don't I can't I can't. I can't with I this. Know. I, I can't I, know. I can't I don't know why I'm doing this again. I'm sorry everybody. I'll probably cut this out. You shouldn't have to listen to another ranty rant rant on the same subject. I,
0: I think it's only fair to do both uh, both journeys with a sidetrack too. <laughs> um, <laughs> if you put if you put these two podcasts together, you actually get three podcasts. Two about journeys and one about Bring It On. We just <laughs> kind of intersperse the Bring It On in the middle because we refuse to do one <laughs> that's actually called Bring It On because we're so mad about it. The, the other thing I want to like say is that like Gabrielle Union in this movie, if you watch it, she's not a bad guy. She's a black woman who speaks her mind and confronts a. A white team who are being fucking thieving assholes and because because of her color she gets pinned as a villain like it's the same thing of like oh there's a black man in a park telling me to put my dog on a leash and now i as a white girl feel fucking threatened like it's it's so gross
1: i i know a part of it is that if you are a white person watching this movie, you identify with the white characters. Like, u- unless maybe you grew up poor. Mm-hmm. And then it, it actually might be more likely that you'll, you'll identify with the team that's predominantly people of color. Mm-hmm. But most white people will identify with Kristen Dunst's character and Eliza Dushku's character of like, well, we're basically good people and we want good yeah. things and we don't want to be racist. But it's also really hard to be confronted with the fact that we benefit from a system of white supremacy. So Mm -hmm. mm, they must be the bad guys because they make me feel bad.
0: Yeah. And because they're making those white
1: girls feel bad. Yeah. Like by making those white girls feel bad, despite the fact that they're doing the right thing. I mean, obviously, they're the villains. And then they beat them even after they worked so hard.
0: Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. I'm just saying. Fuck. And thus concludes our secret "Bring It On" podcast, interspersed between two other podcasts. I'm sorry if it was repetitive. We'll go to funnier things. Ooh, I, ooh, ooh! I'll yes, give Amber. you a
1: special present at the end of the um, podcast.
0: Oh, I'm terrified. If if you've
1: made it this far, if you've survived uh. the second "Bring It On" rant, I will I will give the listeners a special prize that they probably don't want.
0: I'm guessing I don't want it either, Amber.
1: You don't know what you want. Okay. So, uh, Critics Corner, you were right. AV Club, I mean I'm glad you wrote the article, a lot of good things in there, but mmm
0: Yeah. Okay, bye Critics Corner. Bye Bye, bring Critics it on. Corner. Um, so Amber, this movie, um okay, so like it starts stupidly with um Josh Hutcherson's being a like a real idiot. Um misunderstood teen who just doesn't understand how he's not still the center of attention from his first go round with um you know fun and fame um but uh so then we have get dj and uh josh hutcherson hiring a helicopter um from the tour guides um Luis guzman and his daughter played by uh, vanessa hudgens and this is all to say it's a um tour guide uh, in a helicopter and in the first 20 minutes of the movie that helicopter gets down yeah
1: what's up oh dear helicopter i mean that's that's upsetting
0: consistent but still very upsetting there were children in that helicopter megan yeah there were oh dear they live they land on the mysterious island the only way to get to the mysterious island is apparently like going through this like intense storm Exactly, which they knew
1: about. Everybody knew about it going in. Like it's, it's the whole thing is so stupid. I mean, just Josh, Josh Hutcherson starts the movie out by committing a crime, getting chased by cops, mm-hmm. driving through people's yards, and then getting caught because he crashes his bike into somebody's swimming pool. And then the Rock shows up, and gets him out of it. The cops are like, "Well, yeah. you know, we'd 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 hate to see that the you know this ruin his his very promising life of blah 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 mm-hmm. blah, blah blah." Okay, so privileged white boy. Not going to get in trouble for the very definite crimes he committed. And then The Rock Mm -hmm. is like, dude, I kept you out of juvie. And Josh Hutcherson's character is like, go fuck yourself. I hate you. Door slam. You don't understand me. And then he gets, the reason he did that was because there's a message and then he can't decode it. And then The Rock trying to be helpful and supportive decodes it.
0: In like three seconds because he's got like code breaking training and like he's Actually, really good at it, mm-hmm. and he figures out he figures out this holy stupid thing, but that um, if you mix <laughs> these three books together. <laughs> Uh, treasure island gulliver's travels and vernian uh, mysterious island the <laughs> maps in the front of these books if you mix them together <gasps> amber oh my it's god. actually the mysterious island oh my god
1: it's amazing it is so stupid it is just it's like national treasure in 30 seconds yes morse yes. code message referencing these three books let's rip the pages out of these books that have oh oh look at them we've fuck you I mean, it's yep. still, it's it's hilarious, and it gets, the, it gets to the point, and it's like, clearly this is in, you know, near Palau, and so let's go to Palau, mm-hmm. and then fucking The Rock buys plane tickets and takes him to Palau to try and placate mm-hmm. him so that he'll get back on track, and then, yes, right. Luis Guzman is the only guy stupid enough to take them to this dangerous, deadly place for $1,000 because he wants to get money for his daughter to be able to go to college. Yeah, Exactly. That thousand dollars will definitely help. Mm, yes. So of course, she comes along mm-hmm. because that will help keep him safe. or I guess they'll just die together and she won't have to mourn his yeah, passing.
0: I, I think that they um, are they just a team. They' they father daughter team of uh, sightseeing guides.
1: So then they get hit by lightning, they can't fly the helicopter, and Josh Hutcherson is like, "Well, we have to The book says to fly into the eye of the storm." Instead, they just crash. And then yep. when they wake up miraculously alive, Josh Hutcherson's like, "See? I told you."
0: You told Jeez. them fucking what? Fucking what, son? Yeah, so ridiculous. And and the one well, other thing I want to say is like from the beginning, they paint Louise Guzman's character as this real Dum dum, like a stone cold dum dum. And that's it's rough to watch. It's you know, it's played for like funny, I guess. Like, oh, haha, ha, he's so stupid that he doesn't understand what words mean or that the context of the words. It's not it's okay. Like six to eight year old level funny. Yeah. He when uh-huh. they
1: when they wake up on the beach, everybody's kinda coming to and then Guzman's no, just... freaking out because oh, his his legs are gone, and he's clearly been, you know, buried
0: in the sand. Yep. I... Yeah. it. I, yeah, it's... And again, you're right. This movie is rated PG. It's supposed to be for younger people. Um, But that, it, like, there's also something about having Louise Guzman, like, an actor of color, play this dipshit role. Like, that's... It's not great. Agreed.
1: I mean, you do have predominant people of color in this movie it's yes. out of out of the three main characters mm-hmm. or, sorry out of the five main characters three are people of color yes so it is it's it I think that lessens it a little bit like you sure. just you don't just have though the one person of color be the dumb 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 comic relief mm-hmm. uh, and the, obviously despite the fact that I think Hutcherson is supposed to be the main star Dwayne Johnson obviously is obviously obviously we all know we all know what we're here to see (laughs) it's true of any movie he's in ember oh dear lord we're not i'm not gonna do the other guys with you again i'm not you're wrong
0: and you're doing like mummy 2 where he was (laughs) was his cgi'd face for three seconds (laughs) his actual face was in it
1: for three seconds too
0: yeah okay three and three
1: yeah it's just oh, I'm so special, I knew this was here, yay, everybody, look at me, look at me, I'm so special, is the... They
0: play, they they have him play really, like, self-centered. Yep, yep. Really into himself. And, and super,
1: super obviously into Vanessa Hudgens, who at first is kind of like, you're dumb. Yeah. Because he is dumb. Very dumb. But then she eventually is into it, and that just makes me sad.
0: Yeah, yeah, I...
1: Because he doesn't
0: improve,
1: he just at one point saves her life, which of course wouldn't need to
0: be saved
1: if he hadn't insisted they all
0: come here. Right, if he hadn't bought their lives with money to come there. Because they were
1: so desperate for a thing that he was going to be handed
0: yeah, it, it, that that feeling like I thought about that several times during the movie is like you paid them a thousand dollars for their both of their lives. Like you mm-hmm. knew that you were going to take them into some sort of like tornado cyclone shit and you paid them a thousand dollars to like make them go. They didn't want to do it. So you paid them more money mm-hmm. for their lives. I mean, they
1: they had a choice. But if you look at the, (laughs) if you look at the cycle of poverty, Mm -hmm. what kind of choices do you really have when a payday drops itself in your lap? Do you, okay, so this might get my daughter to college and, you know, then she might be able to live a better life. Mm -hmm. Or I might die. But I guess my life isn't worth anything if I can't provide for my daughter. Is kind of, and that reasoning, that logic follows through the course of the movie yes it does yeah very much so like it is i am not worth anything if i cannot provide for her mm-hmm. and of course she she doesn't care she just loves him and wants no, him to she be alive just... and it's fine but it exactly. is it is it does it does put that into like this stark contrast of here's this privileged little shit who starts the movie committing a crime mm-hmm. getting off of it resenting the person who helped him continuing on the same path putting lives in danger because he wants to be famous it's It's loosely tied to, I want to find my grandpa, but mostly it is about his need for attention, his need for discovery, and the fact that he considers himself what a scientific explorer is, I believe, how he tries to introduce himself to Hudgens' character, to wow her. It's, it is, it is. He literally does like buy their lives for (laughs) $1,000. And at no point apologizes. (laughs) Then Michael Caine shows up. Yeah, pisses all over Johnson was the only reason that Hutcherson made it there, because he cracked the mm-hmm. code. Right. And the maps, and everything else. It was it right. was entirely Johnson.
0: <laughs> right, and Michael Caine even ended up saying, like, oh, the, you know, there's no way you'd get here if um, DJ had to do it. You know, we, the... What the fuck was their last names? Whatever their last names were. Anderson? We, the Andersons, you know, have really good minds for puzzle solving. It's like, no, actually... Your grandson was at a loss of how to do this shit. And DJ came in and within three seconds was like reading the message out. Yep. The message of come to this fucking island where you have to ride into a cyclone to get there. And then guess what? Once you get here, there I've got a radio, but because of the satellite positions, we can't call for help for two weeks. I have another question. In two weeks, what? help is coming. What help is going to drive into a, fly into a fucking cyclone to come save your asses? Like, it's obvious that, like, any, like, the ship that Michael Kane, uh, came in was sunk, the helicopter got, um, destroyed, woohoo, and like, what is, like, what are you going to do? You're going to call somebody else to their death? Like, great, thanks. Yep, so that- I'm glad you have a, so,
1: a plan to go. So that he can specifically, as stated, get him and his grandson's faces on the cover of Time magazine for this amazing Ugh. discovery yeah it is it is about the accolades it is he wants his own newspaper clipping wall mm-hmm. of his own special glory like I right. am so special look at what I found oh it's Atlantis everybody it's Atlantis it's amazing it's great mm-hmm. meanwhile yeah. man of j- jack of all trades. Dwayne Johnson's character, he was in the Navy. He won the special prize for code cracking. He also understands island liquefaction. liquefaction, And he does. He notices that the island is clearly sinking because apparently the island is on a sinking cycle and it goes Mm -hmm. under the water, then it comes back above the water. (laughs) And Michael Caine's like, I've calculated it perfectly. We have like another several years. And Johnson's like, we got like
0: three days. Yeah. Sun. Yep. DJ's right, Amber.
1: Turns out he's right. How are they gonna get off oh captain Nemo's sub is clearly docked here
0: obviously don't
1: worry about it is there oh uh <laughs> <laughs> so obviously lots of random things happen with cgi animals but yes please. one of one of my favorite moments was when they go to get captain nemo's journal hudgens is the
0: only one small enough to get inside the crypt she gets inside mm-hmm. the crypt and of course, and, and and she says, "Sorry." While getting inside that crypt, they're like, "Oh, don't." Hutch, uh, Josh Hutchinson is like, "Oh, don't do that." And she's like, "I don't need your permission." Which was a really good. I enjoyed that she was just like, "Who are you to tell me that I can't go in here?" Yeah, I don't, don't need go in there. It's dangerous. Fuck you, son. I yeah.
1: No. I'd like to
0: live, please, and I'll- I'm going to go in here and get the shit. I will do what I want. Thank you. Yeah, so sorry. Uh, no, 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 yeah. no.
1: So when when she gets into his crypt, of course like you do, you, Nemo has been buried sitting in a chair. So he's not buried. He's just in a tomb and he's in sitting chair. in a chair. Sort of sort of pirate style, you know, yes. like Captain Willie. Except except it, it kind of seemed like Willie just like died where he sat in mm-hmm. the Goonies. Yeah. You know, that, that that didn't... I don't know how intentional that necessarily right. was, but Nemo clearly had been buried or interred. He was interred yeah. in that way. Like someone was just like, well, I guess um, I'll put you in your special chair. And then... Uh, Oh, okay. I'll put your journal in your dead hands. Right. That's that's what you do.
0: Or did he climb into the tomb knowing he had 3 minutes left to live, mm-hmm. sit down on his throne chair and clutch his journal to himself? Hard to say, Amber. I mean,
1: it's it's I I love that level of planning. So mm-hmm. Megan decided that's how she wants to be buried.
0: I do. I do. That, that, that amused me. Clutching my journals.
1: Clutching your journal. And then mm-hmm. they, they other things happen and they managed to get
0: away on the sub. So that's the story of the movie. Amber, uh, but this Island has a very complicated ecosystem, though. Guess what? Um, Like, all the big things are little and all the little things are big. What's that called?
1: Oh, that's actually one of the first laws of uh, island biogeography.
0: It's a law of island biogeography. It's
1: the first law of island biogeography. Jesus, Megan, come on. You're clearly not a scientific explorer like Josh Hutcherson is when Mm -hmm. he explains why the elephants are tiny and the bugs are huge. Yep. Because on islands, that shit happens. We ultimately just started coming up with our other laws of island biogeography. Yes, we did. Because <laughs> there were no other laws. It's not as nope. though that led into him describing, you know, the second through tenth laws of island biogeography. It was just... Right. Yeah, obviously. Small things big, big things little. Island biogeography, law one. Come on, Hutcherson. Yep. Ketchup.
0: Hudgens. Ketchup. Sorry, mm-hmm. Hudgens and Hudgens. Yes. There's, there's too many Hutches and Hudges. Yes, there are. Well, one of the other laws of island biogeography, Amber, is if you want to cross an island to get to the only means of escape from the island, the best thing to do is go straight across the island, which is covered, might I add, with, like, huge mountains and, like, huge Mm -hmm, valleys. mm -hmm, Like, mm -hmm. instead of taking, you know, the beach way around, walking on the sand all the way around, you got two days, let's just fucking... Climb some mountains. Climb the Himalayas.
1: Really confused about the logic behind that. It was like, well, if you go around, it's a lot safer, but it'll take longer versus going through the center of the island, which is much more dangerous and covered in jagged, tall mountains. (laughs) Like, jagged, tall mountains. And I mean, you do understand that, yes, the the shortest distance between two points is a straight Mm -hmm. line. But if you're going up and down thousands of feet of I don't yeah it doesn't it's not shorter anymore but I guess it is a less interesting movie if it's just like crossing a beach (laughs) beach beach time beach time with Andersons and and of course they get to a point after suffering through numerous dangers where there's just this sheer cliff Mm -hmm. Kane knew about the cliff didn't have a solution for getting around it but was just like "Eh, we'll figure it out when we
0: get there yeah, what do they do, Amber? They ride giant bees. They ride giant bees. Everyone, Megan likes bees. People, Louise Lu- uh, Guzman asked DJ if he can fly with him, and the DJ just smiles, and they do. It's it great.
1: It is they do. It's adorable.
0: Um, I do have to say, Amber, there's a fantastic scene in here where um. <laughs> so josh it's the stupidness of josh hutcherson like vanessa hudgens and dj is trying to give um him some a little bit of advice about how to woo her and he says make your peck make your pecks dance and he's nope. just no, making- no 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 it was alliterative mm. pop your pecs,
1: oh. pop your pecs. Thank i'm sorry you, i'm sorry i just i i felt like no, you, you would
0: appreciate i don't want to get that wrong pop your pecs, yeah pop your pecs um And <laughs>
1: it—it's at the end of decent advice. <laughs> like he gives him two pieces of actually pretty yes. okay advice.
0: And third, pop your pecs. Oh, you gotta pop your pecs. You gotta listen to what she says. You gotta be interested in things that uh, she does, and you gotta pop your pecs. <laughs> yep be 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 emotional be
1: available and uh, mm-hmm. yeah just listen to listen to the words yeah and listen be emotional pop your fucking pecs yeah and then he t-
0: he tells josh hutcherson to throw berries in his pecs while he's popping them of course <laughs> while he's popping them
1: keeping in <laughs> mind this is also a 3d movie
0: yes yes um and josh hutcherson refuses to but good old louise guzman comes in and uh it starts doing it and like the rock loves it it's it's
1: so ridiculously good what's important is that he shouts at josh Hutcherson, throw a berry they will not stop until you feed them
0: (laughs) (laughs) oh it's
1: really good and so he's just rhythmically popping his pecs and then the berries go shooting off
0: Amber, this is my favorite 3D part of this movie, um, is the berries just, like, popping off of uh, the rock's pecs right into the camera. Amber, what's your favorite?
1: I, I don't have a favorite. Are you going to tell me what my favorite is? Um, I don't think I have an answer for you this time. Yeah, that's kind of offensive.
0: Yeah. It's like you didn't there even was...
1: think of me the whole time we were watching this
0: movie. Um, I think it was probably the bees. Okay, sure. It was the bees. I don't I don't
1: know. There there was they, they they flew two bees at each other at one point cuz they were chased by giant birds and yep. then that they and then the bees flew and then the birds hit each other and it was I guess it was good and one of them pooped on Luis Guzman cuz he was the comic relief.
0: What else do you want to talk about this movie Amber? I mean there's just there's just <sighs> I just have a
1: note that says yes listen to the small boy in his fantasy book. <laughs> <laughs> there's so many instances of like Hutcherson reading from his book and be like see this is a this thing and this is a this thing and now we have to go over here it's kind of like you are way overconfident
0: yeah yep the, yeah this is a literal map from one thing to another yeah and then the science <laughs> like <laughs>
1: The fucking science of this goddamn island. Like, at one point, they're being attacked by a giant lizard. uh, And somebody lights a flare to, to fend it off. Oh, I believe Dwayne Johnson lights a flare to try and fend it mm-hmm. off. Yep. And then Josh Hutcherson's like, oh, you fucking idiot. She's cold-blooded and attracted to the heat. W- what? Not what that means. I don't... Okay, so then she eats the flare, because yep. I guess that's what that... That, that is, that's, I mean, Megan, as a scientist, I assume that that is actual science. Uh, cold-blooded creatures will eat
0: heat? No. Incorrect. Weird. Yeah. I mean, she's more likely to, like, lie down on it to keep her body warm on a cold day. Fair. Here's another thing that kind of pisses me off about this movie, is that <laughs> DJ keeps calling Michael Caine a grandmother and then Michael Caine keeps calling um, DJ by the wrong name. And it's like, stop misgendering and, like, misnaming people. Like, it's, as I an don't know. In, as an intentional sign of
1: disrespect. Like, intentionally yeah. weaponizing it to to deblittle the other person. Like, it, The Rock was
0: clearly just, doing it defensively, but it was just, sure. it was
1: it was the equivalent of just, mm, you're going to call me names, I'm going to call you names.
0: Yeah. Just, just little things that are just not unnecessary and lead to, like thinking it's funny to call people by the wrong names or wrong gender. Like, no, exactly. it's not okay.
1: Yep. And there was that when they first got to Palau and Josh Hutcherson, like, approached that one boat captain mm-hmm. and just talked loud and slow oh, at God. him. Kind of that yeah. American, like, I'm talk slow in weird words to make understand person don't speak English. Mm-hmm. And then The Rock is like, dude, the national language of Palau is English. Yeah. And then all he says is, oh, good to know, as opposed to like apologizing for I'm being so a sorry, stupid, ignorant or, yeah. tourist who didn't bother learning what the language of Palau was before getting there, yep. despite knowing that he would need to charter a boat. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, cool. So I'm going to go into this and I'm going to talk yep. like an idiot. And I,
1: Like I get out. that he's supposed to be the idiot there, but then there's no acknowledgement on the character's part that that was a fucked mm-hmm. up thing to do. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, Nemo's tomb. Oh, there's there's a volcano on the island that's erupting. And at one point, as they're, you know, trying to get across the island so as not to die when it sinks, they notice gold flakes in the air. <gasps> Last time oh. it was diamonds, Megan, but this time there's gold flakes in the air. Where's the gold coming from? Oh, this must have been the treasure that Stevenson was talking about because, of course, all of those three books were about the same island. And oh, guess sure. what? The island is Atlantis. And they're so like, oh, it's, an, it's a volcano of gold. And Hutcherson's like, oh, well, let's go look at it. I want to be the one to discover this. And the rock's like, motherfucker, that will take us days out of our way and also will die.
0: We'll because die. the like,
1: island is sinking.
0: Yeah, good job. Like, you are a fucking trillionaire for three seconds until you get drowned by the oh, island. Megan, like, it,
1: it wasn't it, about the money. It was a huge scientific breakthrough and it was uh-huh. totally worth everybody dying for. Yeah, ugh. Wowzers. Just, just wowzers. Of course, later on, there's a heart-to-heart between Guzman and his daughter, and she's like, dude, you know, I may never be able to go to college. That's fine. I can just live on Palau, and that's okay. And he takes that as, oh, I should walk to the volcano and bring back some gold.
0: Yeah, yeah. And then he's, you just, they they find him while he's undigging, I don't know, a Volkswagen-sized piece of gold, which, like, I looked it up, and a gold bar weighs like twenty-seven pounds. This thing that would have weighed like a couple of tons easily. Yep.
1: Yeah, yep. and he spent hours undigging it. It was, it was just, just a whole thing stupidity. It was just yeah, real, just... real extra dumb. Mm-hmm. And Hutcherson's trying to bond with Hudgens at some point, and she's like, "Oh, isn't it just the worst when your parents try so hard?" And she's like, "No."
0: Yeah, she was like, "No, it's rough if they didn't try."
1: <laughs> it just walks away from him. Yeah, I wish it had. I wish it had kept on that level. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. She just never, never got interested. They could have been friends. I would have been fine with
0: that. Yeah, friends would be okay.
1: Mm-hmm. I yeah yeah. So of course, the yeah. last scene: uh, Guzman and Kane and Hudgens are somewhere else because Hudgens and Kane had to go and save Guzman from the gold. Of course and (laughs) saved from the gold and then johnson and hutcherson have gone to the cliffs of nemo or poseidon or whatever Mm -hmm. because of course the island is atlantis kane wanted to put his name on it he can't put his name on it now atlantis is sinking and he can't put his Mm -hmm. name on anything it's very sad but they need to escape so nemo sub so they go for the sub but oh no oh no it's underwater now Because it's taking them so long to get across the island and it's sinking so fast because luquefasion and the second law of island biodiversity. Mm -hmm. So then they have to go underwater and get to the sub and oh, there's a giant electric eel because first law of of island biodiversity, it has to be giant. Mm -hmm. And they're like, oh no, but then they get in the sub and they're like, oh no, the batteries are dead. What are we going to do? That would take massive amounts of electricity, Megan. Whatever could they do, Amber? I'm glad you asked, Megan. Uh, Mm -hmm. there's a harpoon there is uh, an old-timey diver helmet and there's an electric eel so all you need to do is just get some wires and attach them to the batteries and then the harpoon and then put johnson out on the top of the submarine in the Mm -hmm. old-timey diver helmet and then he just harpoons the eel and then they they jumpstart the batteries
0: yep because science Mm -hmm. use harpoon with eel beautiful i love it i'm Mm -hmm. in (laughs) <laughs> yep and then they you know they are get the other folks on board the nautilus and then they you know go home and then louise guzman and uh vanessa hudgens uh keep the nautilus and do tours from the nautilus and then you know
1: make a bunch get- of money and hudgens gets to go to college yep unfortunately she goes to college in the same town that hutcherson lives in apparently and they- Ugh, yeah are together, and it's his birthday, and then Michael Caine shows up, and then they're
0: going to go to the moon. From Earth to the Moon, the next Jules Verne movie slash but as, book.
1: But as a family this time, Megan. As a
0: goddamn
1: family. They're going to go as a family because they learned that family is important. But discoveries are kind of more important. But Yeah. You know, so like family, we'll bring the family on the mm-hmm. discoveries. We'll do the whole family so that if we all die, we die together.
0: Yep, exactly.
1: Problem solved.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. So
1: work around to uh, the warning in his fa- dead father's leather letter.
0: Mm-hmm. Right.
1: Also maybe his leather. I don't know. Maybe the letter was made of leather because he had to tan some hides because there wasn't any paper. I don't know what surviving in a lava pocket means.
0: Hey, Amber, but do you know what you would rate this movie on the rock scale? Regrettable, outstanding, craze balls, or K? This is obviously a K movie. It is. Yeah, it's K. There's there's some really fun things like uh, the peck pop, but yeah.
1: But yeah, Johnson is always super likable. I love Michael Caine generally, but his character was yeah. repugnant and unlikable. Trash, yeah. He's just such a... So colonizery with the discovery of the island. Yes. I mean, granted... There's no people living on it, but it was like, oh, we're gonna put our names on this, and I'm gonna be special. It's just, it's the, it's the fucking, yeah. it's the fucking man drive of I must name all the things and they will be mine. I shall right. discover them. Mm-hmm. Wow.
0: Yeah, it,
1: I don't love that, and the kind of message of family was kind of weak sauce, and there was it really, it it was a very uninspiring movie Mm -hmm. and like there was some fun little things but ultimately we watched it because the rock is in it and because we had to and it it wasn't it wasn't awful
0: it was just kind of a huh
1: well that that happened yeah
0: yeah i don't know that we would have necessarily done it um if the rock wasn't in it Mm -mm. yeah so i apologize
1: if this episode didn't meet your standards um i guess we've lost you as a listener and uh this is goodbye yeah megan do you have an Abby story
0: Yeah. So, um, so last night, um, you know, it's hard to be three years old and have somebody else watch you and miss your parents. And, and then the auntie who's watching you, um, you know, right before you go to bed, she washes your hands incorrectly. And then you kind of have a little mini meltdown, you know, these things happen, Amber. Um, (laughs) and, um, Abby, during this little meltdown, um, told me that um, I wasn't listening to her and was really kind of frustrated with that. And um, after we got through things a little bit, she went and said goodnight to my mom, Daba. And she cuddled up to Daba and Daba was kind of comforting her a little bit and um, asked her what was going on. And Abby said, well, I thought Maggie wasn't listening to me. But actually, she was. She was just. <laughs> she consistently rats herself out. She does. And then, um, and it, it had been a, a hard, you know, few minutes of, of being sad. Um, and then, you know, she'd, you know, she chilled and um, I was asking her, okay, so who do you want to tuck you in? Like, kind of fully assuming that it was going to be my mom because I just wash your hands incorrectly she's like maggie i was like (laughs) even after all that kid even after all that you still want me to put you to sleep um anyway kids yeah kids and like it's again it's, it's hard to not be with your mom and dad especially at the end of the day i feel like Unless you're Josh yeah. Hutcherson and then you're like totally cool with it because they try so t- hard.
1: Fuck those yeah. guys. I'm going to go Fuck. put myself in danger and find a grandfather. I barely know. Fuck the tryhards.
0: Amber, do you have a recommendation? I do don't. Okay. I do don't, Megan. You do don't? I do don't.
1: I have another thing. I have another want- thing. A new segment I would like to try.
0: But okay. first,
1: uh huh. for the sake of flow, I've decided. Yes. Uh-huh. Do you have a recommendation?
0: Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Good question. Good question, Amber. Good question.
1: Wasn't supposed to be a trick
0: question. <laughs> <laughs> Amber, um, this is a silly recommendation, but um, I made a um dish with um peanut sauce. Uh, so it was like a, a noodle dish with like um, chicken, and broccoli, and uh, peanut sauce, and. It was just delicious. I love peanut sauce, and I kind of forget because I made it from scratch, and like I kind of forget how easy it is to make peanut sauce. And I should just make peanut sauce all the time and just like put it on everything. I love peanut sauce.
1: So, do you recommend using peanut sauce? Loving peanut sauce, or just listening to yes. you
0: wax poetic about peanut sauce? Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. Good. 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 Three pronged attack. I approve. What's this new segment, Amber? Well, Megan, I'm glad you asked. You see, I'm in my childhood home. Well, sort of. I'm in one of my childhood homes. We, we moved a bunch in the beginning, and then we stayed put, and then we moved again. And this is where we ultimately stayed put. So this is my middle school through high school home, but it's filled with childhood things. Some of those things survived the ravages of time and mouse infestations. One of those things is a handful of journals from third grade. Oh, my. Oh, <laughs> my. Dear God. Journals and a literary log from third grade. Okay. Now, my third grade teacher, it was first year of teaching, and this was the first school I'd ever done two grades in. So I'd started in second grade, so I had some friends when I got to third grade. It was cool. It was neat. This teacher, I liked him. I respected him. But he gave me homework, and I wasn't prepared for that psychologically. Mm -hmm. Part of the homework was doing the journals, and another part of the homework was we had to read stories and sort of, it's, it was like a, a, a proto-book report. And so mostly it just seems to be me describing stories really poorly that I read, and then perfunctorily doing journal entries. I didn't love it. it the The journal from second grade is oftentimes just me writing what day it is.
0: <laughs> Great.
1: So I'm not going to bother reading that one. So my, my, my earliest complete journal i have starting on december 6th 1991 my cat is totally black her paws are black her whiskers are black like i said she's totally black <laughs> and it's friday the 13th three <laughs> like exclamation I points said she's totally black <laughs> oh those are great so that's right everybody my cat blackie was totally black like i said like i said it also was not friday the 13th <laughs> That entry was dated. I yes, was, was lying. <laughs> for dramatic intent? I don't know. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Hard to say.
1: So yes, a uh, new segment in-, in lieu of doing recommendations, because that just seems like a lot of work. I'm going to mine my tiny third grade mind Pitiful. for the best journal entries I can find and the handful of notebooks that we were able to recover. I also have my literature log from the Yay. same time.
0: So might have a couple of those coming up. (laughs) So Amber, I would like to end how we always end, which is to say, Amber, rock the vote. And I'm just going to add, like, I mean, like, here's the, here's the thing. I just, people should go out and vote. There's like systematic inequality in the American democracy. There's a lot of barriers that keep like black and Latino, uh, Latinx folks from voting. And it's like, it's very classes didn't there's a lot of uh, fuck yeah anyway it's a problematic system and it's fucking stupid and the folks that I- i'm gonna want you to vote for are not the folks that i would actually want to be in charge given my druthers but dear god uh do what you can vote try to get let just i just we can't do four more years of this amber
1: you sound as tired as me When I have to listen to the random thing you usually choose to say at the end of an episode. Yeah. Now you know how I feel, Megan.
0: Yeah. I'm sorry, Amber. I'm sorry I make you feel this way.
1: No, you're not.
0: Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, go vote. Bye, everybody. Bye.